is up you guys welcome back to another episode of PSA I cannot believe it but this is the very last episode of 2020 I don't know how we got here this year you know some months felt like they lasted 10 years and the rest of the year just flew by so I can't believe it's already here um to start off the episode today I go through a bit of a little highlight list just kind of recapping my year some of the lessons that I learned some of my biggest takeaways and the main part of today's episode is I have my siblings on so I'm joined by my brother and my sister-in-law and my sister and we talk a little bit about our family traditions we talk about um you know the Lee Olympics which is our main one and we created a drinking game for all of you if you need just something this year to get you through the holidays we're all making it that's okay to admit um but if you don't drink you can still participate make it a bingo game um you know do it with snacks something like that it's going to be a lot of fun and I can't wait for you to hear so let's jump into the episode Merry Christmas, everyone. I genuinely cannot believe that it's the end of the year. My mind is blown. Um, I am so excited for Christmas. I love Christmas time so much. I know there are so many people out there that the holidays are super painful for you um, or they just, you know, you hate Christmas or you just don't get the magic of it all. And I know for the people that find holidays painful that to hear people like me be so chipper about Christmas, it's probably super annoying, but I still want to talk about it. I don't think I'm very basic about much in life, but if I was basic about anything, it is my love and devotion for Christmas. It is just the best time of year, um, but I love Christmas so much. This is something that me and my best friend Sierra were talking about. I love Christmas so much that it's kind of started to have that same feeling as birthdays for me. So I'm a huge birthday person, whether it's my own or other people's. Like, I try to go all out, make people feel super special. Like, I just love birthdays. But now every year on my mom's birthday and on my birthday, I sob the whole time. Because it means that, you know, my mom is one year closer to death and that I'm getting older as well. But I still love birthdays. And Sierra and I were talking about how we have that same feeling at Christmas time is we love Christmas so much. We literally wait all year for Christmas for November 1st to hit. That's when we start celebrating Christmas. And then when you're in the middle of Christmas or it's like Christmas Eve, you should be excited with anticipation. And now I just get sad that it's almost over. I mean, I I feel like people are just nicer at Christmas time. There's just so much love and magic in the air. It just... I feel like like families do a ton of stuff together. I don't know. And I know that I've kind of lived in this bubble of Christmas for a lot of my life. But man, oh man, I love it so much. So I know that I joked a couple episodes ago that, you know, seasonal depression is cured. But I'm not really joking that much. Like Christmas time just does something in my heart that just revives my... Revives my just sad and bleak spirit to make me feel alive and electric. So I have been on top of the world. I've also been on top of the world because I just love being home, but not being home. I love like when every single one of my family members is here. So like right now, all of my siblings are home. My parents are here, obviously. And it's like this feeling of when you're here and then like your best friends from high school come back to town and you just kind of live in that little bubble for a little bit. That's what I've been living in for the past few weeks. And I keep having to remind myself like, 
this is not what the reality would be necessarily if I moved back to West Texas. But every time I'm here, I can't help but just wonder what it would be like or, you know, what what my life would be like if I stayed in Abilene instead of moving to Dallas. So I just, I've been so happy. I am genuinely the most happy when I'm around my family. And so I've just kind of felt alive the past few weeks, which has been really, really nice. And to start off the episode today, something that my counselor has really been, you know, working with me through is um, just focusing more on gratitude and thankfulness. I told her that I I get so frustrated with myself because I used to be a person that was very optimistic, that found the joy and the light and the laughter and everything. And I still do for the most part, but I, I genuinely had it like a resting place of thankfulness and of gratitude. And I just have not seen that in myself in a while. Um, I don't know if it's just as you get older and experience the pains of the world, you become more aware of, of the bad things or what. But she just taught me that you know, when I'm, when my depression is really, really bad, or I'm in a manic episode or something like that, that really centering and focusing on gratitude can be so grounding. And so I know it sounds super cliche, like to reflect back on this year and the the highlights in the midst of a lot of pain and bleak days and darkness. But as I started just writing down a list for myself, I was really blown away with how much life I've lived this year that I forgot about. And so for myself, I just wanted to kind of go through a highlight list and kind of challenge you guys to do that, to do that as well, because I think it's important. So my year started off in January um, with taking my mom on a trip for, to Vegas as a surprise. Me and my siblings took her for her 50th birthday. We had the time of our lives. My poor mom was actually sick the whole time we were in Vegas. So we kind of felt bad that we were like, having a blast while she was in the hotel room sick on her own birthday trip, but she at least got to have one day of fun. (laughs) She got to do a helicopter ride over the strip. That's fun, right? Anyways, um, I also moved into an apartment with my really great friend Marissa in uh, February. That was a big step. When I moved to Dallas, I lived with Mitchell and Shelby for a while um, because I just didn't know what part of the city I wanted to live in. I didn't, you know, like I had friends in Dallas, but they all kind of had their own lives and I didn't just want to ask to move in with someone. And I ended up staying with them a lot longer than I thought. I stayed a little over a year. And so moving in with my friend Marissa was a huge step. I love our place and I love where we live now. And, um, like it's outside of Dallas, but it's North and I just really love it. So I also uploaded lots of videos this year that changed my life that really started happening in March and April. Um, And of course, I've kept posting, but I really hit the brakes at the end of the year because I felt like it was I wasn't as grounded or as centered as I wanted to be. And it felt like the more I kept trying to do stuff in my own strength, the worse and worse and worse it got. Um, So I, I kind of halted, you know, hit the brakes a little bit and halted production, if you will. But I, I'm still so proud of the work that I've done this year. And I, I just uploaded so many videos and did so many things that I'm just really proud of and that make me smile. Um, I turned 23. I also graduated with my master's degree. You guys know, but I went on a couple road trips this year and just saw some really beautiful places and learned a ton about myself along the way. Um, I started seeing my counselor, my girl Monique. She has genuinely changed my life. Um, I started this podcast. I started painfully self-aware and 
I got to ride in the Wienermobile, which I just feel like needs to be mentioned. That was a big highlight. <laughs> um, I spent so much time with my family this year, which is truly when I'm the happiest. And like, I was just looking through my, my pictures of 2020 and so many of them said Albany and Abilene, which just made me smile because I know that if it wasn't for, you know, working from home and everything that happened, I wouldn't have been able to spend as much time with my family as I did. And I just really felt like that was a huge blessing to me. Um, I just needed them so much this year and have depended on them so much that I'm just grateful that I had the opportunity to be home as much as I did. Um, I also saw a lot of my friends do a ton of badass things this year, and I'm so proud of every single one of them. And especially my friends that are nurses, like watched them walk through a lot of really heavy days and still am watching them do that. And I'm just so proud of them. I'm so proud of who they are. And, um, yeah, I've, I just have the most incredible people in my life and watching them all take big leaps or just accomplish so many things this year. It just makes me so proud and it makes me just kind of burst with joy for them. And I mean, personally, I grew a ton. Like, I think so much of this year I just tried to numb or ignore because there were a lot of really, really bad days with my depression and of all of these other things and of like crazy irrational decisions that I made. But it obviously led me here. It led me to this place of um, starting the podcast, quitting my job, kind of my life turning in a different direction than I thought it would ever go and being brave enough to chase after my dreams in a way. Um, and I messed up a lot. I'm, I'm still messing up so much. I get messages every day of people calling me out and a lot of it is warranted of, um, there's a lot of it that's not, but there's some of it that I'm really grateful that people care enough to like say something. (laughs) Um, and I'm learning, but I'm really grateful for what this next year holds too. And I'm ending this year on a really crazy high note that on Christmas Eve, um, or not Christmas Eve, on New Year's Eve, I am going to be on Good Morning Texas. So if you're local to Dallas, I'm going to be on WFAA. They're going to be interviewing me, I think about the podcast actually, talking about PSA, and also just social social media in general and how this year has changed my life. So it's going to be a live interview in the morning. Um, I don't know an airtime yet exactly. I think they said between like 9 and 10 o'clock. But if I have more details on that, I'll be sure to post them in stories or do something. But I'm, I really am so excited about that. And I just felt like that was a sweet little gift to end the year with something so special like that. Um... So yeah, I mean, this year was crazy. Obviously, I think my like we all are self-absorbed people at the end of the day that our crazy feels the craziest. Um, but this year has felt like there have been so many different trails and paths that we could have walked down that I would just encourage all of you, no matter what this year held for you, no matter what stuff you're still facing, um, when you find the strength and when you find the time, like take time to just look back on this year of how much you grew, look back on some journal entries if you journal, look back through your camera roll, um, and just look at the place that you were in and the place that you are now. If the place that you are now is different in a negative way, just know that you're still in the middle of like changing and kind of morphing into something different or going through that growing period that you need. Because um, I think in a lot of ways in my life, I'm actually doing way worse than I was at this time last year. But at the same time, I can see how the ways that I've changed personally, um, obviously professionally quitting my job, like there's so many things that it seems like 
I'm in a really, really bad place. But when I think about how much personal growth I've done or think about the the bravery that I had this year to make a lot of the decisions that I made, um, like there's just so many bright things. And yeah, so even if you're in a bad spot, not to say to spin zone you out of it or not acknowledge where you are, but I just think there's a lot of power in kind of taking a next step forward. So I do want this episode to be really fun to end out the year. And I had on the most fun people that I can think of, my siblings. I've got to be honest, it, you are about to enter a chaotic zone with them. Um, my conversation with them, and they kind of co-hosted with me. We, we honestly just passed a microphone around. So there's some audio that really sucks and I couldn't do anything about it. I mean, there's there, the dogs in the background, like there's a dryer going off that we literally created into a drinking game while we were recording recording that anytime the dryer buzzed, um, we had to take a drink cause it just kept going off and we didn't know why. Um, so yeah, it's chaotic, but it's real. It's my family. Like I'm never going to have <laughs> some perfect, you know, curated thing with a bow on it to give you with us, but that's why I love them so much. And I just hope you guys enjoy this. Merry Christmas, everyone. Here's a gift from me to you, which is entering the chaotic war zone of my family. All right, you guys, this episode might be chaotic because like I said, all of us are here. We are also drinking. We're having a little drinking game as we record this. Um, we have three dogs that might be pitter-pattering around. We have some laundry going. <laughs> so everything is we're really, we're multitasking. Everything's up in the air at this point. Um, but I'm so happy to be home with you guys for Christmas. To be honest, my family is very close. It's a little scary how close we are at times. Mitchell doesn't think we're close. I tell him all the time that we're best friends and he says, no, we're siblings. And I just, I don't, we're best friends. They go hand in hand. No. Yeah. They don't. Best friends. Also, you guys, you guys can just grab the mic at any point if you have something good to say. No, just, <laughs> no, just reach it over here. Okay, no, I don't want to do that the whole time. That seems exhausting to me. Um, okay, so I don't know about your family, but my family does something really stupid every Christmas called the Lee Olympics. And so we're going to go ahead and dive into telling you some of our family traditions. The Lee Olympics started when? Like five years ago? No, Six, back no. in 1972, I believe. Oh my gosh, you're so annoying. Was it like five years ago? Like now? six years ago. Mitchell, how many times have you won? I've never lost. I know, so <laughs> I'm saying how many times have you won? That's how many lie. years we've been doing it. Like four or five? Ten. So basically one year, we were all in college at the time, or maybe you guys were already out, but my mom mailed us all an invitation to compete in these Olympic Games on Christmas Eve. and I it was showed all my friends. They were like... What is this? Yeah, Marf is pretty dramatic, but it had typed up a bunch of different games, but they were all inside jokes based off of our family. So, for example, every year we have the staple hair dryer. Every year we have the hair dryer throw to start, which is a joke based on when my mom was blow drying her hair one time and it caught on fire. And so she panicked and ran outside and lassoed it into the driveway and was so impressed at how far she threw it. Athletic ability. Yeah, Martha is a triathlete that um, really she just swims at the YMCA. (laughs) But she's going to get started on the running and the biking. Tennis. Is it biking that's triathlete? Oh, yes. You bike, you run, you swim. Wait, what am I thinking of? Triathlon. Triathlon. I'm stupid. Anyways, um, yeah, so that's where the first one came from. But Mitchell has won every single year. Tell us why you think you've won. So. You can be as mean as you want. No, don't. I can't handle that. No. No, I can't handle that. So. 
you know the original Olympics, right? Typical. We've, all watched, them. We've yeah. watched them, right? Yes. Unfortunately, Rona kind of screwed that up this year. So we're looking to the Summer Olympics 2021, mm-hmm. right? So they're still going to call it the 2020 Olympics. Logic. Okay. Yeah. So think of the Olympics. Actually, no. Park. Have you watched the Winter Olympics when they're on skis, but they walk? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. That's. Are the speedwalkers that are just pooping the whole time? What? <laughs> okay. It's speed walking in the summer where they just have like diarrhea down their leg because they can't stop. Oh, but it's just in the hips, right? I've seen that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. You guys got a lot to Google. After so, this. if you could see Shelby and I's faces, the Lee Olympics <laughs> is dumb. Yeah. It is. It is entertaining. Mm-hmm. Um, at this point, for me, it's pretty boring. Oh, oh my gosh. gosh. Um, <laughs> There was one time I thought I was going to lose, but it's, I mean, it's, it just, it doesn't happen. You know, it just doesn't happen. The podium's been the same every year where it's Mitchell first, Shelby second, and me, Molly, if you can't tell, third. That's been it every year. Lexi thought one year she snuck into the podium, but we looked back at the records and that was not the case. Mom keeps, so mom keeps a record book Mm -hmm. of her chicken scratch on each page. Um, we sing the <laughs> like, Star Spangled Banner. Yeah. Um, but we also in this book write down like iconic <laughs> things that happened that year. <laughs> like last year. So there's there's like three to four like main events, right? So you got the hair dryer throw. I've never bowling. lost that. Um, you've got bowling. Molly did strike last year, or she got a spare last year. Uh, dryer. 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 Check. <laughs> Take a drink. Molly got a spare last year, yeah, and then that I... Was, that was a big deal. And then she put a little little pressure, and then I rolled good. a strike. Yeah. Um, Shelby did good. Shelby did good. Yeah, we were all... Still second. Um, still second. But the fact she's second and she joined the family like three years ago should tell you something with our family. <laughs> um, but we also have... Um, there was a lime pegging game. Because um, my dad will always peg us with limes in the grocery store. Yes. So it's kind of a target game where you have to call your shot on an opponent. But you call your shot on a person, you throw it, and if you hit it, you get like 10 points or whatever. So what happened last year, Molly? <laughs> so, after that game was over. <laughs> the game's, okay, the game is over. And <laughs> it's also... Exactly. It was. It wasn't even It was. But Mitchell was just inspired from the line pegging competition that I was filming Lexi kind of, because I always put it on my Instagram story. And I was filming it. Yeah, and we were commentating Lexi was doing like a, you know, post-event interview with me. And she gets hit upside the head with this fake Lexi, golf ball. She looks like she talks electricity every time she gets scared. Mitchell, you yeah. like the forehead with a golf ball. It's a practice. <laughs> yeah, that thing is still dead. Up, uh, family fight. It Everyone drink. Say <laughs> styrofoam practice. You didn't golf get hit. Ball. I did. Mine. But why, when I hit you, your head went forward? Because I was in shock. We're going to review the tapes. I'll post a clip. Anyways, um, Lexi freaked out and got so mad that she could not recover from it. We've we've worked through it now where we're fine. Uh, but she last year... Last year was a big deal. Lexi did not want to do the Olympics anymore. That was her final straw. Um, so... <laughs> It's not fun. How have you been working over this last year to mentally, emotionally, physically get prepared for the Lee Olympics, Lexi? One, I'm going to wear a helmet. Yeah. Two, if anyone hits me, I'm hitting anyone back. 
Yeah. At this point, it's not. It's every man for themselves at this point. Because Woman. have we you done? Family. Have you done any like emotional work to where it's if only something stronger? It's all what doesn't kill you makes you stronger. It's literally inspirational quote. Everyone drink. Lexi Lee. <laughs> Are you gonna get on the podium this year? Oh yeah, this is a revenge tour for you. Yeah. Do you have plans to get on the podium? I'm be as sneaky as can be at this point. Ooh, are you going to cheat? I won't cheat, but I'll get a little crafty. I would cheat. I think I would cheat if I you could. You already cheat. At what? At the games. How? I think you add marks to your score. You're the one that does the scorekeeping. No, She's Shelby never, does. Oh, Shelby, okay. Does. Shelby does the scorekeeping because we are the only... <laughs> Shelby's the only one that my mom can trust. Shelby's also her favorite daughter. So yeah. it just all rounds out <laughs> where Shelby's the one that keeps the points. But, I mean, it really is a really dumb event and a really dumb day, but it's so much fun. We usually make homemade pizzas after, and we're also competitive about that. Just basically any stupid thing that we can be competitive about, we are. Shelby has done a great job of... It is hard to come into the family do you feel like you joined a cult essentially coming into this family good question Lexi good question <laughs> Answer no honestly. I wouldn't say a cult no a little cultish it's, it's different <laughs> it's unique. Is it unique? it's unique yeah yeah so one time someone was talking about our family and they said they're unique which meant they effing hate us yeah. and are annoyed with us they I'm were just so trying to be nice by that. Like, I hate us Mitchell, I'm cutting that out. No one's going to hear that. Yeah. Mitchell loves but us. Shelby has done a great job of, it is very difficult to come into this family, yeah. but she is competitive with us. I won't say maybe as competitive. She gets there in some some aspects, but she's done a really great job mm-hmm. of going with the antics. She second every year. She don't so need to be competitive. Oh, see? <laughs> she, she's smack talking. So it's got- kind of the principle of like, if you're getting chased by a bear, you just have to be the second slowest. <laughs> I have nothing else to say on that. My goal this year is to knock Shelby out of second place. What have I been doing physically to prepare for the competition? Nothing. Absolutely nothing. Quarantine. Yes. That's a good point to add. I actually lost weight. Emotionally, um, I'm more unstable than I've ever been. So maybe I will be the one to ruin Christmas this year. So I need to peg you in the forehead. Yes. <laughs> I'm done being the target. Who raise your hand? Okay, let's all close our eyes and I'll commentate. Who do we think is going to ruin Christmas this year? Everyone point. One, two, three. Okay, Lexi raised her own hand. Mitchell's pointing at Lexi. Shelby's pointing at Mitchell, and I'm pointing at myself. Split vote, but Lexi had two. (laughs) So we're going to submit this to Vegas, and everyone can place their bets. I wanted to choose Molly, but I trust myself. That's really nice and selfless of you. I know. I do. Why are you going to ruin it? Are you going to get too selfish and like? Freak out about Do I get selfish a lot? You have your moments. You yeah. have the younger child syndrome. Yeah, I am the youngest. What's happening? Bailey was humping the bed. Bailey, this is a family show. That's your brother. Bailey the dog was just humping the bed. <laughs> Everyone drink. Drink. Dog gone rogue. Cheers. <laughs> We should have. We should have. I thought someone was outside, Shelby. I just wanted him to see without interrupting. You're not gonna interrupt, Bailey. That is disgusting. That is so foul. How dare you give into your primal urges? 
freaking Also, Bailey has seizures, so we all thought that she was having another um, episode down there when really she, she was, was just... an episode, you know what I mean? Of lust Sexual and episode. primal desire. You want some Malibu? No, don't give it to the dog. I, I mean, we have other traditions that are kind of stupid, but nothing like the Lee Olympics. Like, we usually make a um, Christmas make cookies, cookies or a gingerbread house every oh, year. Church. We go to church on Christmas on Eve. It. We're not going to go this year because um, we're not Christians anymore. <laughs> Molly! <laughs> I'm just kidding. That Rona got the best of us again, and we won't be going. We don't have it. We don't have it. But we don't know who does. Yep. Siblings make you uncomfortable. Drink. Everyone drink. <laughs> so what we're gonna do next is we are gonna make a drinking game for all of you out there. As if, you can tell, we love to make drinking games. Yes, we like to cope <laughs> with alcohol. Um, if you don't drink, you can also do this without drinking. Maybe eat a fruit snack. A cookie. A, or a, a fruit snack. A roll at Christmas. <laughs> yeah, you... you. Anyways, the point is, if you don't drink, you can still do it. And what's fun about this game is I'm going to make a PDF and post it so all of you can have the official rules. We'll add some, like, extras in there at the end, too. Uh, but this is going to be based off of stereotypes of Christmas Day or Christmas morning. And... You can include the whole family in it. You can just include your favorite sibling, all of your siblings, and your parents don't know, or just or do it by you yourself. Get you through Christmas. Yeah, if this is what you need to get you through Christmas with your family, we're not judging, we're not judging you, but we're going to do the snake draft style. So, Mitchell, you want to start? Who wants to go first? Oh, I've never lost. Okay, so Mitchell will go first. It will go to me. It'll go to Lexi. Lexi will do it back to back, back to me, back to Mitchell, back okay. to. Okay, until we run out. Maybe Shelby might come in. And... Here we go. Mitchell starting the drinking game. Go. Drink every time you want to go hang out at your friend's house. Oh, that's a good one. <laughs> that's a good one. That's me, also... That's like that's <laughs> Mitchell will just be chugging. Say, gotta go. <laughs> yeah, gotta go. And he'll walk out the front door. Yeah. Mine is drink every time your dad yells at you to clean up the wrapping paper. <laughs> Which, if this is... If your dad is like my dad, this could happen at least... Uh, 57 times on Christmas morning. Per With one three present. Times, three times. Yes. My dad will say it multiple times as you're opening a gift. You you like get one piece of tape off, he yells it. You get the ribbon off, he yells it. So that's yeah. mine. Okay. So mine is every time, this could be your dad, this could be your mom, tries to teach you some life skill mm -hmm. because they're getting old and about to die. Yes. Okay, Amen. Um, every time your dad tells you to be quiet drink you're gonna be drinking all day that's the plan you're, <laughs> you're not gonna stop drinking okay my next one is drink every time you have to pretend to like a gift oh, that's a good one i like my gifts though. Shelby. <laughs> <laughs> i knew that was coming <laughs> did you drink a lot last year <laughs> my second one is drink every time you lay down in this BS bed your parents made you that they think is comfortable when in reality you wake up and your neck is on your hip <laughs> Yeah. What? and you'd miss your bed at home. Just that feeling of waking up, you, you just so drink. Drink every time you wish you were back in your bed. I went on a dark, dark path there. I needed a fifth of whiskey when I woke up on that day bed. Oh my, God. my second one of family slash Christmas drinking games is every time 
you get around that second family. What's the second line of your family? Oh, Not immediate, family. your extended family. Yeah. And you just look at them and you think something so bad and foul <laughs> and mean. Just drink. Okay. Oh, that's good. Okay. My next one is <laughs> drink when you get into a family fight. This was inspired by events transpiring right now. Okay. This one's specific to our family, but also other people's TikToker moms. Every time your mom says, did you watch the TikTok I sent you? And then double drink when she follows it up with y'all never watch anything I send y'all. That one should get you, get us in trouble. Oh, and then my last one. Drink if your family makes you do a run to the store. Oh, that's actually a good one, Lex. But if you're driving... You've never thought logical in your life. That's good. You don't know me. Oh, family fight. (laughs) (laughs) Um, This one is drink every time one of your siblings has an emotional breakdown. That's for my siblings out there. From your sister. (laughs) Merry Christmas. Uh, this one is drink every single time that your parents complain really about anything. You probably need to drink. Okay. And Shelby has one to end on. Take it away. Well, if you're like me and everyone in your family is divorced, (laughs) then you can, you can drink to every different gathering that you have to go to this Christmas. Yes. Thank you, Cal. Thank you, Kai. All right. So we're going to make that into a PDF. We're going to add some just like freebies, you know, like I did the one about Santa, but we're just going to add some freebies in there for your family too. make it a bingo game. If you drink want if you get the gold coins, the chocolate coins. Anytime someone says COVID, you drink. Oh, or like my dad, he says, it's like someone's full name, coronavirus, yeah, every time. <laughs> we actually will not be seeing any of our extended family this year. We didn't see anyone at Thanksgiving either. I will give one happy thing. One happy. One happy. So if you're like me um, and you don't put your heart and soul into the Cowboys because they've upset you for 25 years, yeah. uh, Basketball is starting for those Amen. sports fans. Uh, NBA, the 23rd, yeah, which I've is two days from now. Might have heard of it. Yeah. Um, Luka Doncic, mm-hmm. uh, this year's NBA MVP, is playing on the 23rd and the 25th. So I'll be enjoying these drinking games while watching Mavericks basketball you all holiday long. Yeah. But basketball is starting, and I feel like that was necessary to say. Good answer. We should be on Family Feud. I've thought about it. But Mitchell said a cat Would you go? docker. <laughs> One time, one time we tried to play. Again, my family loves doing game nights. We tried to play Family Feud, the board game, and Mitchell. We learned you did. did. We learned he does not do great under pressure because the question was, "What is something that a cat would have in its backpack?" And Mitchell slammed the buzzer and screamed, "A dapper." Then there was something like, what do humans and bears have in common? And he said, feet! (laughs) They both have feet! So I used to think it was my dad who couldn't be on, because someone, we have six of us now that, you know, Mitchell married Shelby, so one of our family members couldn't be on it, and I was thinking it would have to be dad, but now I think it would have to be Mitchell. Do bears and humans not have two things Sit on the ground. Bears have paws and humans have feet. Whoa, whoa, whoa. It's just anatomy. (laughs) Um, (laughs) what else? 
seriously guys thank you so much this year has been so much fun with the podcast this is going to be the last one of 2020 um i hope you all are getting to enjoy time with your family um and really like this has been so fun this year has changed my life even though 2020 has sucked in every way possible i think everyone's felt that it has been amazing and i've loved doing this so i hope you all get to enjoy time with your family that you were all safe and got to quarantine before going home if not um i hope you still get to feel connected to your family and friends this holiday season and i love you guys so as always you can follow me on um all social media at molly lee 31 you can follow the podcast on instagram at painfully self-aware podcast um, Um, and I think that's it. I put up a new YouTube video this week, so check that out. I know. For five months. I just made the business manager so happy. The business. Peace out. We're almost through 2020. We almost did it. We're almost there. But thank you guys. I love you so much, and I'll talk to you next year. See ya. (laughs) 